1: talking to Michael Schneider for our second post-Emmy nominations screen talk chat. And we're going to go through all the categories. We've just figured out which ones we're going to do over the next few weeks, heading up to the actual closing of the ballots on August the 29th. So we basically have about five weeks to get through about 20 categories. And we're going to start right now with Variety Sketch Series. And um, this is a a very strange category (laughs) as far as I'm concerned. Define what a sketch series is, Michael.
0: Well, you know, up until last year, uh, they actually combined this category with the, the talk shows. So it was an even odder category before where you had a mix of, say, Jimmy Fallon or David Letterman alongside sketch shows like Key and Peele and Saturday Night Live and Portlandia. So sketch shows are basically what we know as, uh, you know, Saturday Night Live, of course, being the the granddaddy of them all. Uh, you know, sketch comedy shows that uh, don't have regular, uh, you know, ca- characters, uh, but they do sometimes have regular sketches. Uh, there's usually a uh, repertory cast. Uh, some shows have uh, just one or two stars. Some have a bunch. Uh, so there are enough of these shows on the air these days that it's enough mm-hmm. to, to have its own category. So. So there you have it. And and this year it is a great, great batch of shows. I They're feel, all very different,
1: I have to say. They're extraordinarily yeah. varied. I mean, I love Key and Peel, and they've, they've completed their series, right? They're done.
0: Yeah. This is the end of the line. This is the last chance to give Key and Peel some love. That so might that, count for something. That definitely gives them a leg up. And I think people really appreciate what and Peele brought to the table as something different and and the kinds of characters that those two actors embodied were were pretty amazing and uh, you know it allowed for a lot more diversity in the world of sketch comedy as well and it's a you know one of the more influential sketch shows of the past uh, decade or so I'd say.
1: But Saturday Night Live is often a favorite in this category?
0: Yeah again I mean a show that's going into its 41st season uh, or just completed rather its forty first season. I mean come on, that's the again. You'd think like I think they'd
1: be that. getting tired of it by now, but of course we know that familiarity breeds love when right. what goes with the Emmy voters.
0: Yeah, and SNL has already broken the records for most nominated show programming in the history of the Emmys. And and obviously with SNL continuing until the end of time, that, that's a record that may never be broken.
1: But don't you so, think that they would you would think that they would want to try something new?
0: Voters? Well, you know, perhaps. I think that's why, you know, Key and Peel, because it is the final season, they may have a little bit of a leg up just because, you know, people want to give it one last uh, farewell. Um, so, you know, that, that's a possibility. Uh, you know, Amy Schumer... Had a slightly less buzzy season this year. Amy Schumer won last year, uh, as a matter of fact, in this category. So over do you think Kee- Kee- diversity
1: O-overized was a factor in, in that? Or, or just they love her and they were impressed with her and they wanted to reward her? I mean, how much yeah. of it had to do with her being a woman?
0: I mean, I think that obviously helped, but I think there was so much heat surrounding Amy Schumer last year that right around the time that voters were, were picking the, the Emmys, that it gave definitely gave her and, and inside Amy Schumer a leg up. I don't think there's that similar kind of heat this year. No before.
1: train wreck. No big so, summer hit.
0: Yeah, so, so I think that's probably off the table. But, you know, again, Key and Peel. Portlandia is another one that's sort of a sleeper show that, that people love. And it's a little quiet. It's a little small, but it's very funny. Now, the one problem there is Fred Armisen may uh, – counter uh, you know block each block himself out because he's also got documentary now on the docket and that's another sort of very critically acclaimed but kind of quiet small show also on IFC let's
1: analyze that you have um, uh, in if this were in in the Oscar universe we would be looking at the classiest most highbrow most critically acclaimed and awarded show as opposed to the smallest and the quietest do you see what I'm saying
0: yeah. Yeah. And, and that's why, you know, I got to put my money on Key and Peel. I, I think.
1: And Drunk is History is not in the running. <laughs> no,
0: Drunk History is a, a fine I'm show, s- but it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily feel like it's, it's sort of on that same level as these other shows. You know, so much of Drunk History is uh, sort of improv, uh, whereas the rest of these shows are, are, you know, very well thought out sketch comedy shows.
1: Okay. Now, well, if we move over to Variety Talk Series... Um, this is the one that we talked about a little bit last week because we were sort of shocked <laughs> that Jerry Seinfeld got in with comedians and cars getting coffee thanks to it being put in a different category, basically. Um, at the expense of our dear beloved, uh, who is still doing great with the election, by the way, uh, Samantha B. and Full Frontal. But given what we have, which is basically a bunch of white men um, in contention, who, am I still? I'm going to go with John Oliver still.
0: Yeah, I mean, when when you look at who's won. This, the, the the Emmy in this category for the past you know 15 years it's been someone from that daily show sort of uh, uh, you know bank uh, you know it started with of course the Daily show with with John Stewart and then later on Stephen Colbert picked up a couple of trophies as well so that's the kind of show that uh, Emmy voters seem to be rewarding over the past couple of years and 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 uh, last week tonight with John Oliver seems to be you know w- one of the successors to that that you know people love audiences love uh, critics love and I think I think uh, voters will love as well. So you're right. I I give the leg up to John Oliver with James Corden being the, uh, you know, potential spoiler. Yeah, Corden obviously has a lot of heat uh, with Carpool Karaoke and all the other things that he does. Uh, There, there, you know, it's it it is a show that people which is going to be
1: a series now.
0: Which is going to be a series exactly, and people, uh, you know, really just find him so appealing. He's so likable and has so much talent, and also just kind of came out of nowhere and really surprised people. So Corden, I'd say, is the sleeper. But if you're a betting person, you got to put your money down on John Oliver.
1: And then Jimmy Kimmel Live and and um, Bill Maher are not going to make it, or Jimmy Fallon. But it's too bad that the political season wasn't basically in full cry. Um, you know, during the nominations period, because now I mean, Mar is going wild, and even the guy who didn't get nominated, Stephen Colbert, is is going wild with 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 John Stewart on his show. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, you know, Colbert has really seen uh, you know sort of a a little bit of a resurge in, in critical acclaim these past two weeks
1: by bring bringing so. back his old character. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, and also just doing live shows right after the uh, convention coverage, and, and he's able to immediately comment. On things and, and it it is nice to you know kind of have our Stephen Colbert back. So uh, you're right. It's it's a little too late now to get a nomination, but uh, you know that that always bodes well for next year for the return of Colbert, perhaps.
1: And Oliver uh, is running with with the poli- political stuff. Any chance that any of these other people are going to catch up?
0: Um, in terms of votes, it's hard to say, you know, probably not Bill Maher. I think he's still polarizing. There's probably a portion of the Voting uh, crowd that just you know doesn't like him for whatever reason. So you know Jimmy Kimmel is is always a uh, he's a crowd pleaser. He's another you know strong show that uh, you know critics like that that does just fine. But you know I think both him and Fallon um, probably, if anything, cancel each other out. Exactly. You know, for, and and so that's where you may have Corden sneak in. Uh, but again, Oliver sort of when, you know, all the thing about John Oliver that makes him an even stronger candidate this year. Uh, look, I'm talking in political terms because that's all we're thinking about right now. But, uh, you know, because he's not up against Colbert, uh, he's not up against any of it. He's not up against Samantha B, He's not up against any of his other uh, former Daily Show cohorts. He's out there alone. That that sort of to me makes him a shoe in.
1: I agree with you completely. Um, OK, let's move on to reality competition program. Um, And if I were to look at this list, I would say offhand, what would I say? I would say maybe the, I have no idea. You tell me.
0: Well, you know, just play the odds. The Amazing Race has won almost every year. Uh, So it's it's,
1: time for someone else to take over, she said.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's what you would think. Predictably. You know not not necessarily uh you know it's it's a show that's still you know what's interesting when you when you watch these shows on an individual basis, there is so much excitement in every episode of the amazing race, and I think that's what's always helped them is while some of these other competition shows uh you know are a little slower moving there's always people running around on the amazing race um now that being said, the amazing race didn't win last year for the first time in in like a decade uh, the voice picked up the trophy so You know, the voice still had a lot of heat last year. I feel like, uh, you know, all the singing shows have less heat this year. Uh, So that could mean that uh, Amazing Race sneaks back in. Uh, You know, Top Chef has also won once. So you do have a returning winner there too. Did they have a
1: particularly uh, notorious season or anything to write home about? Not that uh, I was aware no, of. No,
0: no. I mean, all of these shows are aging. You know, Project Runway is It's definitely feeling show.
1: its age. I love yeah. the show. I watch it, but it's definitely old news, I think.
0: Right. And Dancing with the Stars, same thing. So the one spoiler in this category could be American Ninja Warrior. It's a show that's on the air right now as we speak. uh, And, uh, you know, it's a show that's sort of slowly grown into a fan favorite. And it's a very positive show. It's it's just it's feel good TV. It's the the kind of show you can watch with your whole family. And, you know, it's it's it, it looks fresh and new. When you look at the list of these other shows, which have all been around for a really long time.
1: Fresh and new does not seem to be the usual um, component of a winner, which is why I might go with The Voice based on the fact that they gave it to The Voice last year using Emmy logic.
0: Uh, the, exactly very smart you're, you're catching on Ann. <laughs> <Amy laughs> you know the secret is if it won last year or if they won last year then the odds are pretty good they're gonna pick it up again this year well, so. I am an
1: eager student mr. Schneider <laughs> I am going to get there I will I will I will be the, I will get there one day but um, thank you so much we're, we're only gonna do three categories this week because uh, for various reasons we're both running off and doing other things but we will be doing four categories. We'll get into all the actors. We'll get into all the different stuff uh, next week. And please come back and check our Emmy predictions.
0: Yes, indeed. IndieWire.com. Thanks, Ann.
1: Bye-bye, Michael.